everybody, and welcome to the Passion Podcast. My name is Saora, and this is the place to be for all things masculine and feminine. In this podcast, you'll find all the things that you need to be able to understand both yourself and your intimate connections more, and therefore be able to experience more passion, play, and deep satisfaction in your relationships and in all other areas of your life. We dive especially deep into understanding men, to help men understand what is needed for them to find wholeness and embodiment, and to help women understand how we can take more responsibility and how we can support this growth within the men in our lives. Although I do primarily focus more so on men, simply because I feel that more support is needed there, we also dive into women too, into what women need from themselves, from each other, and from men in order to find true wholeness. I deeply believe that to evolve, we need to learn radical self-responsibility, but we also really need each other. So I hope you enjoy this episode and that you find some real tangible answers that you can implement and integrate into your life. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Passion Podcast once again. I am delighted to be looking at my screen at a beautiful sister named Sarah Poet. Hey Sarah, how are you doing? Hello, it's so good to be here with you. Yes, yes. Yeah, I have been diving into your work and your podcast. Your your podcast has become one of my new favorites. And that's wonderful yeah yeah <laughs> sacred and... remembering yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm so glad to hear that yeah so i highly recommend everyone i'll you know obviously include it in the show notes but i highly recommend anyone to go over there and listen to your wisdom yeah i just really appreciate just your just your wisdom and your honesty your courage your transparency is really, really reassuring and you really feel quite kindred. Um, and I am just having this experience, right, as we, as I'm speaking right now of um, people who listen to me on my podcast and come to speak to me, they feel like they know me and I feel like I know you, but you haven't been exposed to me very much yet. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, would you like to share with people a bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I <laughs> I saw someone last night that hadn't met me before, but followed my work on the internet, and they were thanking me for what I did, and and I said, "Well, you're welcome," and I have no choice. <laughs> right, <laughs> <Not> really, <laughs> right. This is um, such a soul calling, and and I really live my life out loud, like you mentioned, and. Um, yeah, I, I work in the space of feminine and masculine. And before that, I was a, a school principal and had a, a career in education. And so I'm especially passionate about a few things. Um, one being, um, you know, the, the path of the modern woman waking up to the truth of who she is. And that is what I call sacred remembering. And, um, you know, coming through that transition myself of remembering myself, like after doing this super high achieving 
thing and then learning the the layers and layers of soul truth and who I am and mysticism and and talent and oh my gosh you know how big the world is and all of that and so there's just so much for us to remember and recall and so I really love uh, supporting that and walking women um, walking with women on their paths uh, in that way and then you know also in the um, feminine masculine reclamation I work with couples um, who are uh I guess I would summarize it as saying they're usually traversing a primary trauma or like a core wound. And then we get to work through that material so that, you know, union can reign Mm. (laughs) is the the goal on earth right now. Um, So I do union within union, you know, between, and then the, the spiritual path of um, union with the divine. And so all of my, um, you know, work and offerings and personal ponderings and, um, you know, the, the traversing of this, this time on the planet, like we, we don't have, um, a map (laughs) right now. And so, you know, a lot of, um, learning, getting it wrong, really investigating, like what is so fucked up? Why is this so hard? Mm -hmm. Um, and then bringing, bring that forward Mm. Mm. yes yeah it's such deep work um thank you yeah (laughs) thank you so we were discussing two kind of main topics that we want to traverse and and pull apart that I feel really excited about um and also feels just really relevant for things that I've been exploring within my own self and no doubt they're up for both of us because it's collective Um, yeah, but the first, the first topic is around supporting the nervous system, supporting each other's nervous system and the uh, topic of trauma. So I'll just let you kind of take it where you feel inspired to begin with. Yeah. Well, I think I had written a Facebook post that said something like, um, you know, I would just really love to teach more men about how to hold space for a woman's nervous system in relationship and and within intimacy. And I think that's the post that sparked our communication. Yeah. That's why I reached out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, this doesn't have to be gendered. um, Right. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty interested right now, or it's just naturally happening in just kind of calling bullshit on a lot of the spiritual hype around polarity and you know feminine masculine and what he or she or feminine or masculine should be and um you know rhetoric like well if you just if you just open to receive right this like pressure put on feminine essence beings like just open can you receive them fully and you know we hear that and we're like well what's wrong with that but you know, if you're a woman growing up in the patriarchy, which we all have, um, and like one in three women are sexually abused, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it's, it's like not at all trauma informed to say just open. And, um, I know in my own experience, it's been like further traumatizing along the way, you know, as I was trying to like adopt some of these 
things that I was hearing that women were supposed to be able to do, or that the sacred feminine was supposed to be able to do, um, you know, for example, letting the man lead. Well, I tried that long before I knew that like <laughs> the, the man has to be, you know, pretty unified himself in order to actually be the feminine. Like, are you kidding me? Just a small caveat. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But I mean, I definitely tried this because I thought it was, you know, this, um, ideal, the thing you're supposed to do. Right. Quote unquote. So now I kind of feel like the, the trauma, like the whistleblower on, on this shit, because like, of course, it's really beautiful to open. Of course, it's really beautiful to receive him fully or like receive the penetration of the divine and et cetera, et cetera. And like the, the type of care and honesty and true healing and true presence, like with a, you know, with the body and with your experience in order to have that experience of opening is something that, um, you know, I'll say we need to nurture, but then like, we get to nurture Mm. and you know this it's like I want to make it um like not taboo to say like we have trauma you know I can say yep there are residual trauma patterns that still run through my body but that doesn't make me like a victim or it doesn't make me any less of like a conscious woman it it's actually you know like awesome Pretty no. sure that makes you human. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> human. And, you know, to not try to like push these things down or mm. bypass them mm. um, or like deny them, which I've, you know, definitely done along the way as well. So, yeah, I love teaching couples how to presence with one another's bodies, mm. you know, because the, the trauma lives in the body. Mm. And, um, You know, it's really fascinating, just a general statement that, you know, when couples want to work something out and they go to like talk therapy, Yeah. well, I mean, what we know in the brain, like, and in our thoughts is a smidge of like what's actually going on um, for us, especially where relational patterns and intimacy are concerned. And so it's like, you know. I don't need to go into um, how I teach that unless you want me to, but, you know, learning to presence with one another's bodies, like you don't need the words first and you don't need to problem solve or try to problem solve, you know, with the brain when there is um, a conflict. And that being said, we have to do something because I'm also really seeing and just recently experienced myself that you know, these traumas that are inside of us, if we're not honest about bringing them, you know, into the light and working with them, not, I'm not talking about creating trauma bonds. Like we can go into that. I'm not talking about creating trauma bonds. I'm talking about like two conscious people, you know, in their own sovereignty, in their own processes, moving forward together and continuing, um, to heal. And uh, wanting wanting to avoid the trauma bonds, right? Um, and I got a little off track there. I can't remember where exactly I was going with that. 
Can you? Can well, because we were, ta- we were talking about the nervous system, and we we're talking about because it was that original article around supporting yeah. each other's nervous system, and then just not, um, really not bypassing trauma. And so, yeah, I guess I was curious to know, um, you know, in the article, you know, just to go back to to that original point. Yeah. And even though it's not necessarily gendered, like what are some ways that people can support their partner's nervous system? And, and yeah. Just yeah, beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. um, I remember what I was saying too. Right. So I want to, I want to say yeah. that, but it, like when we do not deal with these things, these are also the points of like further separation. So let's talk about right. that a little bit later. I'll kind of make a note. Yeah. Um, so how, Yeah. So if we can just kind of breathe into the body for the moment right now, and, you know, if you're able to even close your eyes, and if you're driving, just kind of feel the body and just a simple question, like what arises when you think of intimacy or like your last intimate, um, connection with someone, Um, and maybe there were wonderful parts about that. And maybe there was a part of the body that was like more tense or, you know, closes. Usually these spaces are in the torso or the belly or the heart or the shoulders, you know, it's like somewhere between the neck and the legs, right? Because these are all of our most vulnerable places. And so, if you can just notice that. So when I scan my body right now, there's this like left side of the abdomen that kind of wants to like contract and then a little bit in the solar plexus as well. And so, um, when you get that information, you can just, you know, thank the body for the information, thank the body for showing you. And then you can, you know, open your eyes and come back to the space and So if, if you were to do that, like in a relationship or, you know, in some breathing before like deeper intimacy, um, or if there's an argument or just someone doesn't feel safe, you know, or there was a trigger outside of the relationship and now you're coming together to have dinner or something, whatever it is, like if you have these moments where you, um, you know, are, are devoted to breathing together, presencing together. Um, very simply you can either like put your own hand on that space, or you can ask your partner to put their hand on that space of the body and just presence with that. Um, and so when the, the external, you know, presence Mm. is, like met or when the body is met with that external presence, then, um, and you just breathe together, you know, and there could be some, some movement of that energy, um, as more safety is created. Right. And so that's, you know, a simple explanation, but, um, you know, if you go to any kind of, um, body-based therapy, like Hakomi or somatic experiencing, they're meeting the space of the body in how the space of the body wants to be met. 
Right. And so, you know, it could be like a really tender touch. It could be a, you know, a squeeze or a hug. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like a way of being with what is rather than bypassing. Because if I pose the question here into the collective, like how many of us have felt some kind of contraction and then moved forward with intimacy or with a relationship anyway, bypassed you know, I it. think bypassed it because, you know, for all the reasons, right? Like yeah. we, we want to be loved. We want to look like we have our shit together. Like there's not enough safety. We, not enough safety. We, yeah, we just, we want to present, um, there's something wrong know. with you. Yeah. Right. Right. Like we want to present like we're perfect, you know, like I'm lovable. I promise. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and you know, like we've all done it and then, um, I, it ends up hurting more later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really makes me think about how uh, in order to do this really well, it needs to be a, a few different kind of ground things as a foundation in relating. And yeah. one of them is understanding that we're all innocent and we're all doing our best mm-hmm. and whatever is coming up is is coming from something, from some experience, whether it's yours, your ancestors, you know, it's something in the body. And then working on the same team together to actually, you know, be mm. each other's allies to move through stuff and, and, and not taking it personal, even if it might even be aimed at you, realizing it's not actually about you. That's like some of the things, the fa- things that will create the foundation for this to really flourish upon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those really loving agreements. And I have every couple kind of set their own agreements because there's an intelligence about, you know, what they, what, what they next need. Right. And I was thinking, I was thinking of some others. And, um, one of the things is that like, nobody needs to have it figured out. And so Mm. if, if what we're doing is presencing with what is and what the body is doing, in this moment. Yes. Yes. Then like no one can be wrong. That's right. 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 Yeah. And then the other thing that I would add that I really crave in relationship, like, especially when something goes wrong, you know, we, we point fingers, like our trauma defenses come up, you know, I just did this. Like, I just got real ugly at the end of, <laughs> of a relationship. Cause I was mm-hmm. like hurt. And I was like, but what about this? Are you going to look at this? Are you going to look at that? Yeah. Um, because one of my like mechanisms for safety you know, growing up was like analyzing the fuck out of the masculine, out of my father. Right. And it makes me really good at my work. Like to, you know, I'm excellent at analyzing human behavior. That's what I did in education. Like the why of human behavior. I'm so good at it. Like put a couple in front of me and I can tell you like within one session, why their behavior is the way it is. Like I see those energy, energetic exchanges. I relate to everything you said there. Uh, yeah, like I'm, we're so good at analyzing our work, yeah. right? But then, like, what I really wanted to do was sit down, and and like we didn't get the chance to do this, and I wanted to sit down and just like own everything that I, you know, the ways that I messed up, and um, and like to hear what 
I just, I wanted to speak from the heart, you know, we did get to do that a little bit, I guess, but, um, then more came up later and I was like, I want to address like these things that come in and cause these big, you know, traumas of separation is what I call them. Um, so can both people like own or be willing to talk about themselves Yeah, and like what, you know, accountability is a word that arises, but, um, just real, like radical honesty about what is going on inside of you, um, when you want to analyze the other person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, the way that I kind of relate to that is like my highest, um, attribute in humans that is my, just just the, the, the absolute top is being real and, and current with what is real in the moment. And there's nothing that I appreciate more. And when we're, what I've found again and again and again is when I'm really truly real about what I'm experiencing in that moment and just sharing it just really quite matter of factly and, 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 you know, not making it, blaming it on the other person, even if it's something that they've done, that's created a cascade effect. That's awakened that still just Mm -hmm. talking about my own experience in my own self. Everything Mm -hmm. always seems to unravel beautifully from, from there every time. Yeah. 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 Owning, owning the truth of your experience right. and then like owning where you're making up a story about exactly. yeah, what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you I'm you... like way better at the, you know, coaching other people in this than I am. <laughs> doing it yeah. yeah. This little thing called blind spots. <laughs> right. Right. Which is like why we need each other. Like, right. again, I'm just like right. normal normalizing like we need yes. each other yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I think the the um you know union is so important and so powerful and so needed at this time on the planet that you know I I, I also like waving a flag that's like you don't need to go it alone yeah. like can we please you know the individual doesn't have to go it alone but but even couples don't have to go it alone right now because there's there's a lot of like energetic interference there's a lot you know up against the um the family unit right now and um so yeah we need we need community Mm. and you bookmarked before something around um it creates further separation something around that yeah, I was kind of circling back around to that. Um, and then I mentioned the words, the, you know, traumas of separation. But I mean, if we just kind of go big for a moment, you know, we live in this, um, you know, time on earth where there's been a lot of trauma that caused separation. That's right. Right. Like separation between genders, separation between people, regardless on and on. And so, um, you know, these, these traumas of separation are going to be what breaks up union if we let it. And I think a lot of conscious people, you know, listening to this podcast, like we've done a lot of work on ourselves, you know, we're, we're continually questing, we're continually, you know, desiring to become more and more 
whole and the soul embodied and all of these things. And, um, you know, a lot, I'll say it this way, like uh, a lot of the very conscious people on the planet right now have a lot of soul history with some pretty, you know, big interference energy. Right. Um, and I think we've come, we've come to clear that and I'm, I'm going way out there so you can reel me back in if you want. No, but... This is awesome. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so like, what is causing our, our traumas of separation or like these core wounds, you know, we're like, okay, we go through it and we're doing the work for this lifetime. Okay. We're doing some past life progressions. Okay. We're working with the nervous system. It's like, where the fuck is this stuff coming from? Right. It's you know, it's like, it's, it's pretty relentless. And yeah. so, you know, there are things like pulling at some strings, mm -hmm. like from, you know, interdimensionally mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that are triggering things that are like, where the fuck is this thing hiding? Right. Um, you know, I, I personally just found like another really, really deep layer of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's why I work, you know, when I say women, you know, stepping into the truth of who they are. And right now I'm, I'm kind of repeating the phrase sovereign sacred union you know it's it's all about sovereignty it's all about yes. energetic sovereignty yeah. so there's a big difference between this is why i'm like it's not trauma bonding you know two people coming together with the wound saying like oh i think that you can help fill this wound that i have and you know we do that subconsciously but then it's like okay we think we cleared that up <laughs> yeah and then like you know, shit is still going on. And yeah. it's like, what in the world is happening? So yeah. these traumas of separation run really, really deep. And, and they're, to be honest, like they are meant to separate us. Yeah. Like this interference is meant to separate us because union is such a powerful force. So powerful. And so, you know, and I've known this for like, I, you know, my soul has been questing, like I created this business, you know, and it, it I had no idea like how deep and insidious, um, you know, this all, this all goes. And so, um, the core wounds will trigger like our remembrance of the trauma of separation. And then, you know, it can be like this beloved that you had begun this relationship with could then turn into, you know, <laughs> you you think that they're like out to get you or um they're this is funny this must be for a listener because I don't relate to this but it's like it's totally coming through so somebody out there um you know you like you you think that this person's out to get you or you know we have a lot of like mother father wounding in this yes. space where we're projecting mm -hmm. like our wounds of the mother our wounds of the father onto the other partner and it's like well if we don't clear up that trauma of separation like if i'm a woman who does not have a relationship with the holy father or the divine father the divine masculine and i haven't cleared the layers and layers and layers of the trauma this, this is personal um you know if i haven't cleared that then in relationship, you know, I can, I can very easily project onto someone else, my desires of the father archetype or of God. And I'm sure we know this right conceptually. Um, and then it's a matter of like cleaning up the layers and the layers and the layers and, you know, to the men who are so desiring the relationship with the feminine, um, you know, men's reclamation of the, of the Holy mother and the relationship to the divine feminine, I think, you know, on earth right now, that's only just begun. Like we're, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. we're, 
we're just scratching the surface in that area. And so, you know, um, I'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent here, Mm -hmm. but I was talking to, um, uh, a woman who was a, a former client and, um, I talked to her a lot. She's in my membership group and a friend, and she was saying, you know, she's very astute and, and studies the energies, you know, we get along really well. (laughs) And she was saying, the more I stand in the truth of who I am, the more that the men around me don't know what to do. If I'm, if I'm sovereign, if I'm not collapsed and meeting them, then like they don't have a, a template work, yeah. for like how to relate to this. And I'm watching the men around me like collapse instead of activate. And so, you know, she's, she's in this process, but it's like, again, wounds of separation, you know, wounds of like the, the men that she's referring to, it happens to be a religious community too. Um, like don't have a reference Mm. for this like deep and holy and abiding mother archetype. And so, you know, all of that's projected like onto the women and then, yeah. So, so we are, (laughs) we are rewriting like how, you know, how we relate to masculine feminine, um, how we relate to one another, how we, um, want to relate and have our own sovereignty and so like we're rewriting paradigms that's right totally rewriting paradigms. yeah and it's super collective yeah. and this is work that i've yeah. been doing really deeply for years but yeah. then this past month and a half it's just been a whole other level you know i thought i'd been exploring the codes of sovereignty and the codes of union yeah. within myself very deeply but yeah, this, this recently it's wow. And I've literally been channeling new maps with many, many different tools in the tool belt mm-hmm. around unity, around how to access these codes of unity in yeah. an, a number, a myriad of different ways. And it's yeah. the level mm-hmm. of wholeness and sovereignty that's coming through now is, is, is even more profound. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'd love to hear more about that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to distill it and say, you know, there's, there's been a lot coming through in the last month and a half. I do want to talk about these, uh, mm-hmm. domination energies as well yes. that I think we've both been contemplating, but, um, you know, as, and I'll, I'll just bring it home, right. In, in my exactly. example of like willingness to talk about self, if I have projection of like a, if I'm wounded, if I'm carrying a wounded template, uh, you know, from patriarchy, like a victim template, if I'm carrying that and, and what I'm seeing now, like, cause I knew this before, like you were saying, I knew it before, but if I'm carrying that and that energetic thread is still there, first of all, something else is pulling the string every yeah. time I feel like a victim. Right. right? And then right. it's getting that energy, which yeah. sucks. Cause I feel depleted when that happens, but then also what happens anytime I feel like a victim or I project a wounded experience of, of men and masculine, like out into the world, that's how far I am away from union. Yeah. 
like union as a frequency union with the divine union with a beloved human, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, we need to clear all of it, all of it, all of it. And then if you, if you just happen to have a man in your field who was actually clear and you had that thread still alive, you would either pull out behavior out of him he would not normally do that's foreign to him or you would perceive that that behavior is coming through him even if it isn't these are the traumas of separation and then that's what will you know break up the union that's right yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and so for me my life has been fairly well, it's been very, it's been very much that I have been guided again and again and again and again into sovereignty. I've been forged into sovereignty. I haven't found answers anywhere else other than taking 100% responsibility within my own self and finding what I need within myself. Anything yeah. that I've wanted, like really wanted, I have mm-hmm. not received until mm-hmm. I found it in myself. And I witness I have that even more strict than most people, you know? Yeah. And it depends I think if we I'm are feeling kindred. Yeah. Babe, yeah, we really are. <laughs> yeah. We really are. Yeah. 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 And 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 it depends on if I'm feeling empowered or disempowered to how I view that. If I'm feeling disempowered, I can feel like a victim. Like, why is it so much more strict for me? Why do I not get away with receiving anything without finding it so fully in myself first? Mm -hmm. But when I'm empowered, that's the best thing ever. And that is Mm -hmm. my purpose. And that is my service for this earth. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I very much relate to that. Very, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Recently... You know, and again, it's interesting that I keep saying this today. And I actually wrote a chapter <laughs> in the the book that I'm writing called Heartland. It's a, a transmission that I, you know, was given and teach. And I was writing about this like sovereign, sacred union today. Mm. And that's like the template that's seemingly upgrading in me because before, right. you know, these concepts such as sacred union. I mean, that used to feel like super, super high level in my field. Yeah. And it's like, or, or soul union. Mm-hmm. Well, my mm-hmm. goodness, if we're talking about soul union, are we talking about like bonding at the soul level? Like that, you know, that's a <laughs> potentially very deep enmeshment, you know, <laughs> so, like depending on how we look at it and right. depending on how wow. sovereign we are or, or not. And, um, so yeah, this super high level, sovereign, sacred union. And um, like, that is all I am permitted, you know, and this last yeah. partner and I were talking about that. Like it, I would just, <laughs> there was just this divine confirmation of like, yeah, like it was like, <laughs> it, that was planting seeds. Right. You know, and yeah, I hadn't, step I, I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. it was planting seeds so that like all of these concepts came in and then it was like very quick, you know, in linear yeah. time, it was yeah. like, okay, and done. And I was like, yeah. really? Oh my gosh, that's a bummer. Um, but you know, all of the like seeds had been planted. That's what I witnessed. And, and a lot yeah. of the sisters that are really up leveling and really, really 
integrating the codes of true union and uh, a move going to be moving into union in the physical. Yes. And I'm witnessing that the lessons are getting quicker and quicker and we're moving through them quicker and quicker. And, but it's like steps, you know, like we have to get the vibration Mm -hmm. into ourselves of one level Mm -hmm. at a time, because if we went from where we were many steps, we actually wouldn't be able to hold that much in our system. We just totally freaking sabotage it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, like before I realized what was happening, you know, five, six, seven years ago, I was like finding these really deep soulmates. I mean, incredibly deep soulmates. Yeah. I would see our past lives and I was like, okay, Mm. well, wow, this is, you know, like it felt like the one, right. Because that's what we project. I don't know how many people are still doing that, but like, (laughs) I was definitely doing that like five, seven years ago and, um, got my ass kicked. Yeah you know, a couple of times because of that, um, desire and combination of the woundedness. And then it was like, oh, you know, every time there is something gigantic that's integrating like every time. And so, yeah, this last one took like, Mm. you know, three, four months, just, you know, and then like some giant integrations. Yeah. So and you won't make those mistakes ever again. You know more of what to be discerning of and you know more of what to find in yourself. Yeah. And really, I want to speak that because, uh, yes, there was discernment around like going back to the nervous system. Like my nervous system was not settled right. in that relationship. Now, I That's was still moving through some things. It's a huge key. And, um, like I was moving through things and he was moving through things. And I think, you know, when I look at it, I was like, it was our nervous systems that were the problem. Like, because, you know, not we're great humans and like super conscious and there was so much alignment, but it really was the, you know, residual trauma that we were both moving through in the nervous system that, um, that, that interrupted that. Uh, I don't remember what else I was going to say there Mm. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I went Mm -hmm. somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. just anything else you want to explore Mm. with that before we move Mm. on? Mm. Just to give people like really tangible Mm. guidance. Yeah. So, um, what I'm tapping into is to maybe talk a little bit more about the, like the meaning that we make, you know, when we find yes. these partnerships. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And the desire for connection. For you. Can- for union. I mean, that's yeah, what we're not desiring. just connection, like, union. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that's another thing too, is like claiming the heck out of that desire mm. and not compromising. Yeah. Like not stopping, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Like I will settle for no, nothing yeah. less. Nothing for less. sure. Yeah. Right. And oh wait, whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we're not gonna have to wait long. No. It's like <laughs> But even no. if I have to, that's cool. Yeah, right. Right. Um, yeah, the, the meaning, right. Because I think 
in these, in these traumas of separation, in these stories, when we're identified with the wound and I'm not shaming there because we all do it. It's like, oh, you know, I found this thing and I want to hold on to it. I found this thing and I want it to be, you know, the lasting relationship. It's more than I've ever experienced before. It's better than what I've experienced. So, you know, so maybe I'll want to hold on to that. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think the more right now that we can a, you know, claim sovereignty, like you're saying, and be, um, like really be open to like the highest, the best outcome. Um, even if that isn't staying together. Cause I think when, when we hold on, I mean, I'm all about like, if people are committed, I want to help them in their partnerships to, to figure it out. Right. Mm. And then we are though sharing that, like, we've had some pretty quick, like relational paths, you know, these relationships that also don't necessarily last very long. Um, you know, I definitely went into like a, a, a kind of confusion or a pain body or something, you know, at the end of this last one. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this was out of integrity or that was out of integrity. And then it was like, okay, wait, what am I doing on this planet? If this is happening, you know, can I trust the alignment? And so, you know, it's kind of like both and there, right? Because do I trust that my soul is guiding me toward the the highest possible outcome? I do. Yeah. Do I trust that everything is benevolent and wants to help me get there? (laughs) No, definitely not. Definitely not. And so, you know, this is like the tricky part in relationships and like, should we stay together? Is it time to end it? You know, there's no like, right or wrong. I don't think everything's working out, but, um, you know, it's like, (laughs) if it feels like you, you know, you want to stay together and then there's this like massive fucking wound or like, you know, something weird gets into the relationship. And I think this is where we can segue to domination, but, um, you know, like some kind of weird fucking energy gets into the relationship, like, you know, jealousy or some kind of like, violence or domination or, um, just like all these like skewed addiction is a big one that I see in relationships. Like they're going along and then somebody develops like a big addiction to like alcohol or something. And you're like, Mm. well, what the fuck is that? That's a dark energy. That's like, you know, that's a dark, um, like infiltration that could be, um, disrupting love. So the discernment there is really, really huge. And again, I'll go back to like how sovereign is the energy how sovereign is the energy in each person, how unified is each person, and then how sovereign is the relationship. And there's so much nuance in this because, you know, it could be easy for people to be like, oh, it's infiltration when actually there's something they need to be more responsible for themselves, you know, so it's tricky. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, what is this? But, you know, if it's anything that's taking you away from God or unity or sovereignty, all of those words are kind of um, synonymous, you know, that's the problem. Yeah. Right. So like, even if there is, you know, a, a dark energy that's trying to fuck with something, there's still a way that I'm like permitting that. That's right. Or letting that in. 
And so, you know, how am I being like helpless or playing small or, Mm. you know, feeling a victim consciousness or something like that? Like, What's the corresponding hook? Exactly. Yeah. You know, going back to where we started in the, in the podcast episode around, um, you know, the, the hype or the things that we see online or like the social pressures about like, what kinds of things should we try in relationship and, you know, what's conscious, what's, you know, what's polarity practice, like, you know, all these things. I definitely don't have all the answers, but, um, you know, once upon a time I was like, Ooh, that, you know, domination submission thing. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't know how far I wanted to go into it. I didn't go into it. Um, but what I wanted was to like, you know, this, this energy of like being fully claimed by the masculine or like, you know, to feel that like full rush, like full, um, just penetration, you know, energetically, physically Mm -hmm. of, of like the masculine essence. And, um, I, I do think that there's some shadow in that, you know, looking back to who I was at that time, but also just looking at the word, (laughs) the word domination, like the word domination and the essence of domination is like the opposite of union and partnership. I mean, if we're talking about what causes these traumas of separation in our collective field, it is a dominator energy. It is like, you know, that the, the dominator force is like the dark force. And so why, if we are focused on union and partnership, would we even be like playing with a word or an energy or an essence that means I am going to take your power? Like that means I, I will take of you, right? So if we're talking about sovereign, sacred union, everyone gets to keep their energy. The, and the connection in that kind of intimacy, that's where we're talking about God-united intimacy. Cool. Like the sacred sexuality, the, the Mary Magdalene Yeshua, the, the Magdalene manuscript, you know, like that's where we're accessing right. that is in the sovereign, sacred, God-connected union. And like domination frequencies are not going to get you that kind of union. So everyone, everyone is sovereign and has their choice. Um, But this recently came up for deep, deep contemplation um, in my life. And there was like a really clear no in my feminine, you know, system that was like, I said no to a dominator energy a long time ago, like from every facet, (laughs) from every corner, you know, like I'm choosing union, I'm choosing love I'm choosing peace. Um, and yeah, like, like healing the, I think the domination energies, like when it comes in the form of, um, you know, a rape or a, a trauma or a crisis, like those are the energies like that strip that that take the life force and then put in a hook. Right. And then that's, what's like pulling the string. And so, you know, the more that's pull- why people keep getting turned on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
Yeah. Do you want to say more about that? It's beautiful. Yeah. So in, in my personal experience, what I've been really looking at is, um, eroticized wounds Mm -hmm. and how I personally currently, you know, and maybe this will change because what I believe and think continuously is evolving. I've shared things on this podcast, which are, um, kind of going against what I'm sharing now, but that's what happens when you evolve. That's we evolve. Yep. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so what, what I'm exploring now and what makes sense to me now is that all these kinks, quote unquote kinks are coming from some kind of wounds. And I'm, I can only really speak from my own personal experience and how just certain domination energies, even though I haven't explored it very much, the little bits that I have, the energy, the, 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 the specifics of the vibration of the turn on felt mm. good, but always didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. There was like this, oh, it feels good and I'm getting turned on, but something in me knows this isn't right. There's something that this isn't actually right. Every moment that was there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I've been exploring a whole myriad of, of what that means to have eroticized wounds. I've been shown by life as well, by people around me, people I'm working with, how things that they're drawn to and turned on by are coming from original imprints where what you're saying, I hadn't thought of it in this way, but it makes complete Mm. sense. That's where a hook is put in because energy is taken, a hook is put in and then it's being, um, continued to be pulled on. And mm-hmm. interactive, and that's how somebody continues to be turned on by that mm-hmm, energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And then that energy is actually like siphoned. Exactly. <laughs> to be clear, the the energy is, um, you know, like that's how how mm-hmm. uh, hmm, that's the fuel. Like your your energy, your turn on becomes the fuel for something dark. Um, and I believe that in more of a union style thing, that doesn't mean that you can't traverse all kinds of territory, but there's a, there's a, there's a purity there. There's a real, a purity that Mm -hmm. it feels pure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely not like talking about religious purity whatsoever. No, 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 no. um, Like a clarity. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like a clarity, cleanness to the energy. It feels right and righteous rather than. Mm-hmm. It won't be that feeling that you might not even want to look at that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is right. I love the word righteous. Yes, me say too. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. Righteous. It kind of has these weird connotations to it. Your righteousness, but righteous, mm. like, like the rightness so right. being uh-huh. right. The rightness yeah. in righteousness is something that I've really played with a lot within my, my being. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I mean, what's just coming up is to just pose a question, you know, for all of us, for anyone listening, um, to contemplate, like, what is intimacy to you? What is, what is the nature of connection that we truly desire? You know, what is the level of union that we truly desire? And some of us are going to like be ready for different things. I mean, I was with a group of women last night and I was talking about, you know, sovereign 
the sovereign womb and sovereign union and just like how I was not available for anything else. And, um, like many women do not relate to that. They're like, yeah. uh-huh, I'm good. Like, I just, you know, give me somebody honest. Right. That's exactly so, what I've been feeling that this is going to be triggering for a bunch of people yeah. here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll say, this is where I'm at. <laughs> right. Right. Like this is, this is, um, my contemplation and yeah, it's interesting because like, I, I guess the other topic for, you know, folks to contemplate that's coming up right now, like if, if chosen would be, um, you know, your, your level of like, what am I okay tolerating? Mm. I think like, that's what's, that's what I'm kind of feeling in the field um because like the work that I do with couples you know what is tolerable to one couple could be intolerable to another and so um you know what I'm interested in is like (laughs) are we satisfied like are we you know are we getting what we want, what we need? Are we happy? Are we alive? Are we like enjoying our orgasms? Are we, you know, feeling replenished as the feminine? I'm really passionate about this because, you know, that dominator energy has been around for a long time. And so like, are, again, are you enjoying your orgasm? Are you back to the trauma piece from the beginning? Like, does your body know how to open and I'm not shaming any sister here but it's like not at all if we if we aren't opening and we're not truly turned on or we're like turned on by an eroticized wound and we're like wait you know am I opening like Mm -hmm. what does it full feel like to like open absolutely fully and like not go into sex or intimacy with tension and, and closure in some area of the body like what does, you know, oh. it's like regenerative, like rolling orgasm mm. feel like, you know, that, that happens not when we like practice every Tantra book in the world, but like when we clear ourselves of these dominator frequencies of these trauma frequencies of these things that um, have been standing in the way of union. Mm, yeah yeah and I also experience within myself when those energies have been the domination energies have been more present I definitely felt really depleted afterwards like thank you for smashed yeah really yeah yeah, incapable of functioning Mm -hmm. for the whole day yes thank you for saying that I was about I was going to say that before and dropped out that was really rich um I've been focusing really in the last two years on what regenerative energy feels like Mm. because I had just experienced this like deep, deep depletion. It came from, you know, like very, (laughs) those like deep hiding places of, of systematic depletion. And, um, so yeah, really looking at this, like with women for women, um, this is what Heartland is about. And the word regenerative is what really arose. And so I've kind of been on this quest, like what does regenerative energy feel like, look like, mm. um, and 
what made me bring this up was the orgasms. And so I'll say this first that like when you're in, as your body heals and you're in more of a regenerative frequency, the orgasms are like so much more open and, you know, safe and, um, just like whole body and, you know, on and on. Whereas, um, before when I was like running a lot of this, you know, fear-based energy or like constriction, you know, again, we can, we can still be having sex anyway and having orgasms anyway, like when we're in these, um, traumas and constrictions, but like you said, there was a lot more of this, like focused, um, like, like the, the orgasms were like, you know, harder to achieve or super drained afterwards. Right. And so like, I can go one step kind of further into this because it's pretty exciting to me and I'm feeling to, um, is, you know, when we have, like, we live in this, um, you know, separation matrix where the separation matrix tells you like, there are only two choices. Somebody has power. Somebody doesn't, you know, men have power. Women don't like, that's what the patriarchy said. Right. And so a domination culture says somebody has power. Somebody doesn't. And then it's interesting. Like you bring domination to sex and you're experiencing like somebody has power, somebody doesn't. And so that's a bi-wave frequency. It's an either, or, and it's really, really finite because like if somebody has it and somebody doesn't, then both people can't win. Right. And so that's the frequency that like the, the patriarchy ruled on. And so when we start looking at regenerative energetics and like true union energetics, we're bringing in the tri-wave frequency. So we're saying, okay, um, I'm here, the partner's here, and God's here. That's a tri-wave. You know, mother, father, child, a trinity, right? So we're coming back into this trinity consciousness that produces this, um, I call it like a cosmic bloom of infinite, you know, regenerative energetics. And um, so we all can access this. We can all access this at any time, you know, before this podcast where we're um, talking in the afternoon here where I live and like my energy had kind of waned a bit. And so I laid down for about 20 minutes and um, thought that I might actually sleep. And what ended up happening was I, you know, connected into like earth energy, like deep heart of earth energy and then source energy and, um, and breathed in this combination of those two and my own heart. And I had way more energy than, you know, I had any, uh, of course, right. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to regenerate. I'm going to like replenish this. And so, um, these energies are here for us and it's, it is the energetics of union. Yeah. I'm going way further with this than I expected to, but, um, trusting. So they are the, the energetics of union, um, you know, in this like unified field or like res- the restored energetics of union, um, within us, within our light bodies, within our partnerships, like that's where we're actually in this like super replenishing energy with which to me is super worth it. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's quite yeah. um, resonant with what's been coming through for me with 
within the exploration of union and uh, reunifying with God in a whole different way. What's really come through is that there's such a distortion in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. That makes no sense at all Uh on any level of my being. There's a distortion there. What I've been coming into is uh, the mother, the father, and the child within. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's yeah. where I've been finding massive, massive, profound healing. Yeah. And that's the basis of the family unit. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, so if we want to talk about partnerships staying together mm. or partnerships surviving, you know, traumas, because that's mm. what's going to come up to interrupt the union frequencies on the planet. It's what's going to come up to um, interrupt union from happening and the family unit from staying together and that's what's been happening Mm. i think all of us can feel the effects of that you know it's it is the separation that we feel it's the disconnect that we feel and so then just to talk about polarity from this foundation you know like around how we're talking about domination and how there's these energies at least in our own experiences, in our own experiences, we've been exploring that there's these energies of power over and power under. And Mm -hmm. I know that there's a lot of people who say that just because you're in the surrendering role, that doesn't mean you have power under, that actually you're leading from there. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about like healthy versions of polarity. Um, Uh Uh Yeah. Yeah. Here's what you have to share about that. Yeah. Healthy versions of polarity. Yeah. I've been talking less about polarity, actually. I'm super curious what you have to say about this, but, um, you know, what's coming up and it might just sound idealistic is like polarity and domination are not the same thing. Yes. So I think it's like, it depends on how you're defining this. So when I am, you know, experiencing polarity, like you know, in, in even like a conversation or an energetic or in intimacy and sex, um, I'm not equating the masculine with dominance. Right. Right. Um, you, and I you don't, equ- would you equate the masculine with leading? No, I, I would not equate one or the other with mm-hmm. leading. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have their own ways of leading, but, but what I would say, you know, more so is like they have their own ways of activating. And so, you know, how would you describe that? Like the feminine in deep surrender, right? Like the feminine who is like deeply embodied, deeply um, in touch with her heart. And I'm speaking woman here um, and like, doesn't need to fight. She doesn't need to, you know, prove but she's very clear in what's true for her. And she's still, you know, connecting through her heart. And she is um, almost like energetically calling the man forward, you know, like that's a fully surrendered leadership. Like she's not attaching Mm -hmm. who she is or who he is Mm -hmm. to the outcome of that situation. But she's also not like collapsing or, Fawning. Uh, fawning, or I'll even use the word compromising mm-hmm. like herself right. to a masculine energetic that she can't trust. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then from the masculine side. Um, so masculine, I associate with um leadership in like the penetration of consciousness and light. Oof. 
And Ugh. so, yeah, it's an essence, right? You can feel it. Yeah, I can <laughs> feel it. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so what happened in your body when you, when you felt that was that your spine went up, yeah. like you like kind of became more erect. That's yeah. the masculine, right? Uh-huh. Like it, it will, um, like I'm going to use the word penetrate. I know that it's a little triggering sometimes, but like, if we're talking about penetrating with consciousness and light, then we're talking about the law of structure. Yes. And so the masculine is bringing the law of structure to, you know, to any situation or like it's organizing the energy Mm. it's organizing, you know, what's in the field. And so your body could be, which which could be said as leading, but it's, it's more nuanced. Yes. What I, I have begun to talk about masculine and feminine in very like energetic ways. Um, and then of course I can, I don't think this is like needed here, but I, I could, you know, break down the, the behavioral aspects of that. Like, what does it look like when a man leads? What does it look like when a woman leads in her masculine or in her feminine? You know? Yeah. All of those things can be nuanced and discussed. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, I think we've really thoroughly covered covered those topics. Is there anything else that mm-hmm. you're you're feeling called to share? There's just like one thing kind yeah. of like, wait, wait, from that yeah, last yeah. conversation is the um you know, like you can experience, I think I said this, but it like wants to mm-hmm. come again. Um, polarity of feminine and masculine can be experienced in the unified field. Definitely. So like Definitely. the polarity in intimacy can be experienced in the unified sovereign field, in the God connected field. And that's what I've um, been experiencing in myself. Yes. 100% I've been yes. reveling in it. Yes. In right. really profound levels. Right. Right. So yeah, like, wow, what happens when we hold that as the intention? Mm. Yeah. And then when yeah. two people meet in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Right. Union. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Union from um, union. Say that again. Union from union. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So that's, that's what wanted to be revisited. Thank you. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, would you like to share with people where they can find you online? And of course I will have it in the show notes as well. Uh, yeah. My website is sarahpoet.com. Great. That's the best and your place. podcast. Yeah, my podcast, everything's at, um, on my website. I did a TEDx a couple of years ago about like, um, you know, foundational masculine feminine that's there. And then, um, my podcast and membership, the sacred remembering community. And we're, it's, I don't like the word membership. Like we're building a really authentic community of, of, um, women waking up together. It's like a prolonged mystery school. I used to have these mystery schools and now, um, you know, everything's sort of culminating there. And so, um, it's really for like religious recovery, you know, back into the unified frequencies, um, standing in the truth of who we are. And then, uh, women who are really interested in feminine and masculine, um, reunification, like within themselves and, you know, getting away from just women's empowerment, you know, but like, yes. women, what does women's empowerment look like when we love the masculine too? Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I do um, private coaching for, for any human and um, couples work as well. So sarahpoet.com. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Thanks, sister. And thank you to all of our listeners. I I do believe that this was a very good recording and I hope you got yeah. some goods from it. And we hope to catch you again soon. Thanks for your time, everyone. Bye. Bye.